Section 47 of the History of Prostitution. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. The History of Prostitution by William Sanger. Section 47. Chapter 32. New York. Statistics. Part 3. Question. Are you single, married, or widowed? Condition? Numbers. Single. 1,216. Married. 490. Widowed. 294. Total. 2,000. The civil condition of the prostitutes in New York City furnishes matter of serious consideration in view of the slight restraints which the ordinarily received rules of society place upon the passions, and the utter inefficiency of such regulations to counteract the influences tending to female degradation, influences, in fact, which they very frequently augment rather than check. In the cases of many females now under notice, marriage was invested not only with the sanctions of a civil contract between the parties, as recognized by our state laws, but according to the tenets of the roman catholic church which was regarded as one of the seven holy sacraments which it is deemed an act of sacrilege to violate yet in the face of these ordinances the civil contract is broken the sacrament is profaned in one-fourth of the total number of cases or four hundred and ninety out of two thousand which are now under notice it would be out of place to enter here on any disquisition respecting the duties of the married state regarded in its abuses as provocative of prostitution it is noticed hereafter and joined by the precepts of holy writ supported by the sentiment of the world and respected by all virtuous men marriage is an institution which needs no argument to enforce its claims to the most rigid observance that this sacred compact is too frequently violated by one or the other of the contracting parties is proved by almost daily experience either in courts of law or by intercourse with the world conflicting testimony sometimes renders it doubtful to whom the blame ought to be imputed but there can be no uncertainty whatever as to the opinions entertained by society at large in such cases if the husband has been guilty of a breach of his conjugal duties he reads the whole of the evidence graphically reported with occasional embellishments in the columns of the daily papers flatters himself that he is acquiring notoriety is congratulated by friends of his own predilections on his success and in a short time is fully reinstated in his former social position on the contrary if the weight of evidence is against the wife the whole artillery of the world's scorn is levelled at her head she is driven from society crushed by the proudly virtuous frowns of her own sex and the contemptuous sneers of the other dishonoured and despised she is too often left with no means of existence but indiscriminate prostitution the temptation to such degradation being aggravated by the consciousness of her previous infidelity and its results there is no possibility of salvation for her the moral world has resolved she shall not repent and the least attempt on her part to atone for an error over which she mourns with all the intensity of her nature is sternly resisted by the virtuous indignation of society which erects an impassable barrier between herself and her hopes of reformation 
Of the prostitutes in New York, 1,216 have never been married. Their sin is the less because they have not to answer for broken vows, nor have they any outraged confidence on which to brood, but to endure only the sin and odium attached to their present condition. Two hundred and ninety-five prostitutes are widowed. In their cases death has put an end to the marital contract, and, thus left free to act for themselves, they stand in nearly the same condition as single women. An investigation of the nativities of these women shows that about one-third each of the single and married prostitutes are natives of the United States, and of widows about one-half were born in this country. The question may arise as to the causes to be assigned for the depravity of married women, and for the large proportion of widows in the ranks of the abandoned. It would certainly appear that one of the principal, if not the principal cause which can be specified, is the very early age at which such marriages are contracted. Young people yield to the impulse of a moment, acknowledge the charms of a person they meet in a ballroom or public assembly, and are married with a very imperfect knowledge of each other's character, with but little reflection on the probable result of the alliance, and with but a slight appreciation of the obligations they are contracting. It was a wise regulation, whether regarded physically or morally, which fixed the earliest period of marriage in ancient Germany at twenty-five years, and declared the union invalid if the parties had not reached that time of life. Nor would the morality of New York suffer if a similar restriction was the rule instead of the exception here. The annexed cases, selected at random from the replies received, are submitted in support of this opinion. E.C now nineteen years of age, is a married woman who has been separated from her husband five years, and must therefore have been married when less than fourteen years old. C.W., now twenty-one years of age, has been a widow for five years, and was married at fifteen. A.S. was married at sixteen, and E.R. at fifteen. C.C., now twenty-eight years old, has been a widow more than twelve years. C.G., aged twenty-four, has been a widow seven years. Both these women were under sixteen when married. The list might be extended almost indefinitely. The following inquiry, as a continuation of the same branch of the subject, is embodied in this section. Question. If married, is your husband living with you, or what caused the separation? Causes. Numbers. Living together. Seventy-one. Ill usage of husbands, 103. Desertion of husbands, 60. Desertion of husbands to live with other women, 43. Intemperance, 45. Husbands went to sea, 39. Husbands refused to support them, 29. Infidelity, 25. No cause assigned, 75. Totals, 419 and 71. Aggregate of married women, 490. The most striking and painful fact in these answers is revealed in the first line of the table, which contains an announcement so disgraceful to humanity that, but for the positive evidence adduced by the figures, it would be scarcely credited, namely, that of 490 married women now living as prostitutes, Seventy-one, more than one-seventh, are cohabiting with their husbands. It cannot be controverted that such cohabitation necessarily implies a knowledge of the wife's degradation, 
and a participation in the wages of her shame. Nor will any argument, however plausible, succeed in removing from the public mind the conviction that the man is far the more guilty party of the two, and he cannot escape the suspicion that he was the primary agent in leading his wife to prostitution, or, in legal parlance, he was an accessory before the fact. While such a consideration will not exonerate the woman from her offences, it may be justly pleaded in extenuation. Although it will not prove her guiltless, it will sink him to the lowest depths of disgrace. The conduct of husbands is alleged in a majority of the cases as the cause of separation. Two hundred and thirty-five out of four hundred and nineteen women give the following causes. Husbands refused to support their wives, twenty-nine. Husbands deserted their wives, sixty. Husbands deserted their wives to live with other women, forty-three. Ill-usage of husbands, one hundred three. Total, two hundred thirty-five. The cases wherein intemperance, infidelity, or no cause assigned were replied, are vague, and may be construed to attach blame to either or both. Sufficient has been proved to show that, in many cases, prostitution among married women is the result of circumstances which must have exercised a very powerful influence over them. The refusal of a husband to support his wife, his desertion of her, or an act of adultery with another woman, are each occurrences which must operate injuriously upon the mind of any female. And by the keen torture such outrages inflict on the sensitiveness of her nature, must drive her into a course of dissipation. Many women thus circumstanced have actually confessed that they made the first false step while smarting from injuries inflicted by their natural protectors, with the idea of being revenged upon their brutal or faithless companions for their unkindness. Morality will argue, and very truly, that this is no excuse for crime. But much allowance must be made for the extreme nature of the provocation, and the fact that most of these women are uneducated, and have not sufficient mental or moral illumination to reason correctly upon the nature and consequences of their voluntary debauchery, or even to curb the violence of their passions. Ill-usage of husbands, a crime particularly rife in England, and apparently fast becoming naturalized here, also stands as a prominent cause of vice, and is one which cannot be too pointedly condemned. It strikes at the root of the social fabric, and must invariably be denounced both on account of its enormity as an offence, and of its almost inevitable consequences to the woman, a sense of degradation, too often followed by the sacrifice of rectitude, as the only means to escape such brutal tyranny. Without advocating capital punishment, it may be allowable to suggest the query whether our city would not be benefited if all such unmanly offenders against propriety were to be tried by a jury of married women, and hanged without benefit of clergy. The following table will conclude this section. Question. If widowed, how long has your husband been dead? Length of time, numbers. Under six weeks, two. Under three months, six. Under six months, eight. Under seven months, one. Under eight months, two. Under one year, twenty-two. Under two years, thirty. Under three years, thirty-eight. Under four years, thirty-three. 
under five years twenty-four under six years twenty-one under seven years seventeen under eight years eighteen under nine years sixteen under ten years thirteen ten years and upward thirty-two time not specified eleven total two hundred ninety four it will be perceived that nineteen prostitutes have been widows less than one year twenty-two for one year thirty for two years and so throughout the scale the table presents but little necessity for observation the principal conclusion to be drawn from it being that the majority of this class are driven to a course of vice from the destitution ensuing on the husband's death it has been shown that a large number of them are very young and it can be scarcely necessary to repeat that any young woman in a state of poverty will be surrounded with temptations she can with difficulty resist much as this state of society may be deplored its existence cannot be denied question have you had any children condition of women replies total of women single yes three hundred fifty seven no eight hundred fifty nine total of women one thousand two hundred sixteen married yes three hundred fifty seven no one hundred thirty three total of women four hundred ninety widowed yes two hundred thirty three no sixty one total of women two hundred ninety four totals yes nine hundred forty seven no one thousand fifty three total of women two thousand the women who reply to this question in the affirmative are single women three hundred fifty seven or thirty per cent married women three hundred fifty seven or seventy three per cent widows two hundred thirty three or seventy nine per cent in continuation of this subject is the question if you had children how many number of women condition of women number of children born three hundred fifty seven single women four hundred ninety three hundred fifty seven married women seven hundred ninety one two hundred thirty three widows six hundred thirty six nine hundred forty seven women were mothers of one thousand nine hundred seventeen the replies give the total number of children born by each class thus the single women have given birth to four hundred and ninety-one children the married women to seven hundred and ninety-one children and the widows to six hundred and thirty-six children the following tables exhibit the same facts in a more extended form showing the number of children which each woman has borne and specifying the sex question if you have had children how many replies of single women number of women born by each totals aggregate one mother eight boys two girls totals eight boys two girls aggregate ten two mothers three boys 
three girls. Totals, six boys, six girls. Aggregate, twelve. Two mothers, two boys, three girls. Totals, four boys, six girls. Aggregate, ten. One mother, one boy, four girls. Totals, one boy, four girls. Aggregate, five. One mother, three boys, two girls. Totals, three boys, two girls. Aggregate, five. One mother, one boy, three girls. Totals, one boy, three girls. Aggregate, four. One mother, four boys. Totals, four boys. Aggregate, four. One mother, three boys, one girl. Totals, three boys, one girl. Aggregate, four. Five mothers, two boys, one girl. Totals, ten boys, five girls. Aggregate, fifteen. Six mothers, one boy, two girls. Totals, six boys, twelve girls. Aggregate, eighteen. Three mothers, three boys. Totals, nine boys. Aggregate, nine. Two mothers, three girls. Totals, six girls. Aggregate, six. Thirty-three mothers, one boy, one girl. Totals, thirty-three boys, thirty-three girls. Aggregate, sixty-six. Four mothers, two girls. Totals, eight girls. Aggregate, eight. Seventeen mothers, two boys. Totals, thirty-four boys. Aggregate, thirty-four. One hundred fifty mothers, one boy. Totals, one hundred fifty boys. Aggregate, one hundred fifty. Ninety-nine mothers, one girl. Totals, ninety-nine girls. Aggregate, ninety-nine. Twenty-seven mothers, one abortion. Totals, twenty-seven abortions. Aggregate, twenty-seven. One mother, four abortions. Totals, four abortions. Aggregate, four. Three hundred fifty-seven mothers. Totals, two hundred seventy-two boys, one hundred eighty-seven girls, thirty-one abortions. Aggregate, four hundred ninety. Replies of married women. Number of women. Born by each. Totals. Aggregate. One mother, seven boys, eight girls. Totals, seven boys, eight girls. Aggregate, fifteen. Two mothers, seven boys, seven girls. Totals, fourteen boys, fourteen girls. Aggregate, twenty-eight. One mother, 
seven boys, six girls. Totals, seven boys, six girls. Aggregate, thirteen. One mother. Eight boys, four girls. Totals, eight boys, four girls. Aggregate, twelve. One mother. Six boys, six girls. Totals, six boys, six girls. Aggregate, twelve. One mother. Four boys, six girls. Totals, four boys, six girls. Aggregate, ten. One mother. Five boys, four girls. Totals, five boys, four girls. Aggregate, nine. Two mothers. Four boys, four girls. Totals, eight boys, eight girls. Aggregate, sixteen. Two mothers. Three boys, four girls. Totals, six boys, eight girls. Aggregate, fourteen. One mother, seven boys. Totals, seven boys. Aggregate, seven. One mother, two boys, four girls. Totals, two boys, four girls. Aggregate, six. Six mothers, four boys, two girls. Totals, twenty-four boys, twelve girls. Aggregate, thirty-six. Three mothers, two boys, three girls. Totals, six boys, nine girls. Aggregate, fifteen. Seven mothers, three boys, two girls. Totals, twenty-one boys, fourteen girls. Aggregate, thirty-five. Five mothers, four boys, one girl. Totals, twenty boys, five girls. Aggregate, twenty-five. Three mothers. Four boys. Totals, twelve boys. Aggregate, twelve. Eight mothers. Two boys, two girls. Totals, sixteen boys, sixteen girls. Aggregate, thirty-two. Seven mothers, three boys, one girl. Totals, twenty-one boys, seven girls. Aggregate, twenty-eight. Five mothers, three girls. Totals, fifteen girls. Aggregate, fifteen. Eleven mothers, three boys. Totals, thirty-three boys. Aggregate, thirty-three. Eleven mothers, one boy, two girls. Totals, eleven boys, twenty-two girls. Aggregate, thirty-three. Twenty-three mothers, two boys, one girl. Totals, forty-six boys, twenty-three girls. Aggregate, sixty-nine. Four mothers, one boy, one girl. Totals, four boys, four girls. Aggregate, eight. Twenty-eight mothers. Two girls. Totals, fifty-six girls. Aggregate, fifty-six. Twenty-eight mothers. Two boys. Totals, fifty-six boys. Aggregate, fifty-six. Seventy-four mothers. One girl. Totals, Seventy-four girls. 
Aggregate, 74. 115 mothers. One boy. Totals, 115 boys. Aggregate, 115. Four mothers. One abortion. Totals, four abortions. Aggregate, four. One mother. Three abortions. Totals, three abortions. Aggregate, three. Three hundred fifty-seven mothers. Totals, four hundred fifty-nine boys. Three hundred twenty-five girls. Seven abortions. Aggregate, seven hundred ninety-one. Replies of widows. Number of women. Born by each. Totals. Aggregates. One mother. Six boys, four girls. Totals. Six boys, four girls. Aggregates. Ten. Three mothers. Five boys, four girls. Totals. Fifteen boys, twelve girls. Aggregate. Twenty-seven. Two mothers. Six boys, three girls. Totals. Twelve boys, six girls. Aggregate. Eighteen. One mother. Six boys, two girls. Totals. Six boys, two girls. Aggregate. Eight. Six mothers. Three boys, four girls. Totals. Eighteen boys, twenty-four girls. Aggregate. Forty-two. One mother. Five boys, three girls. Totals. Five boys, three girls. Aggregate. Eight. Four mothers. Three boys, three girls. Totals. Twelve boys, twelve girls. Aggregate. Twenty-four. One mother. Five boys, one girl. Totals five boys, one girl. Aggregate six. One mother. Two boys, four girls. Totals two boys, four girls. Aggregate six. One mother. Four boys, two girls. Totals four boys, two girls. Aggregate six. Nine mothers. Three boys, two girls. Totals Twenty-seven boys, eighteen girls. Aggregate, forty-five. Five mothers. Two boys, three girls. Totals, ten boys, fifteen girls. Aggregate, twenty-five. Two mothers. Four boys, one girl. Totals, eight boys, two girls. Aggregate, ten. One mother. One boy, four girls. Totals, one boy, four girls. Aggregate, five. One mother, five boys. Totals, five boys. Aggregate, five. Three mothers, four boys. Totals, twelve boys. Aggregate, twelve. Nine mothers, two boys, two girls. Totals, eighteen boys, eighteen girls. Aggregate, thirty-six. Four mothers. One boy, three girls. Totals, four boys, twelve girls. Aggregate, sixteen. 
one mother, three boys, one girl, totals three boys, one girl, aggregate four, four mothers, three girls, totals twelve girls, aggregate twelve, ten mothers, three boys, totals thirty boys, aggregate thirty, eleven mothers, one boy, two girls, totals eleven boys, twenty-two girls, aggregate thirty-three, twenty mothers, two boys, totals forty boys, aggregate forty, forty-seven mothers, one boy, one girl, totals forty-seven boys, forty-seven girls, aggregate ninety-four, thirty mothers, one girl, totals thirty girls, aggregate thirty, forty mothers, one boy, total forty boys, aggregate forty, one mother, two abortions, totals two abortions, aggregate two. Two hundred thirty-three mothers, totals three hundred sixty-nine boys, two hundred sixty-five girls, two abortions, aggregate six hundred thirty-six. Commencing with the offspring of single women, it will be seen that one was the mother of ten children, eight boys and two girls. Two women gave birth to six children each. Four gave birth to five children each. Three gave birth to four children each. Sixteen gave birth to three children each. Fifty-four gave birth to two children each. Two hundred and forty-nine gave birth to one child each. Twenty-seven have suffered abortion once, and one has suffered in the same manner four times. The corresponding tables for married women and widows express similar facts in the same form. It is not necessary to quote them, as the figures give all the required information. The results may be recapitulated thus. Boys, girls, abortions, totals. 357 single women bore 272 boys, 187 girls, 31 abortions, totals 490. 357 married women bore 459 boys, 325 girls, 7 abortions, totals 791. 233 widows bore 369 boys, 265 girls, 2 abortions, totals 636. 947 women bore 1,100 boys, 777 girls, 40 abortions, totals 1,917. Excess of male over female births, 223. Ratio of excess upon the total number born, 11 and 6 tenths percent. The next point claiming attention is the number of illegitimate children resulting from prostitution, based upon answers to the question, were these children born in wedlock? Legitimate children of married women, 469. Legitimate children of widows, 358. Total legitimate, 827. 
Illegitimate children of single women, 490. Illegitimate children of married women, 322. Illegitimate children of widows, 279. Total, illegitimate, 1,090. Aggregate, 1,917. The whole of the children born by single women are, of course, illegitimate. Of the children of married women over forty per cent, and of the children of widows forty-four per cent, are illegitimate. Taking the total number of children of the three classes, and calculating upon this broad basis, it will appear that one thousand ninety illegitimate children were born, giving an average of fifty-seven per cent, or, to speak in plain terms of every hundred children born by women who are now prostitutes, forty-three were born before the mothers, married women or widows, had embraced this course of life, and the remaining fifty-seven were the fruit of promiscuous intercourse, liable physically to inherit the diseases of the mother, morally to endure the disgrace attached to their birth, and very probably to be reared in the midst of blasphemy, obscenity, and vice, to follow in the footsteps of their parents, and perpetuate the sin to which they owe their origin. The excessive mortality among this class of children is developed in the following replies to the question, Are these children living or dead? Living children of single women, 133. Living children of married women, 334. Living children of widows, 265. Total living, 732. Dead children of single women, 357 dead children of married women, 457, dead children of widows, 371, total dead, 1,185, aggregate, 1,917. The ratio of mortality will be as follows. Children of single women, 73%, children of married women, 58%, children of widows, 59%. Average on the total number, 62%. Or more than six deaths for every ten children born. The average infantile mortality of New York City for three years is, under one year of age, 8,499. From one year to two years, 3,259. From two years to five years, 2,578. Total, 14,336. The population between those ages in 1855 was 77,568. This would give a mortality of 18 and one-half percent, or about one and three-quarters to every ten children under five years of age. It is not exceeding the bounds of probability to assume that the greater part of the children of prostitutes die before they reach the age of five years, which will give a pro rata mortality among that class of nearly four times the average ratio of New York City. This calculation must be taken in connection with the cases of abortion produced by extraneous means, not admitted in the replies to the interrogatories, and which will probably never be known. It is impossible to doubt that these are far more frequent than recorded in the tables. Under the heads of premature births and stillborn, the following numbers are reported. Years, premature births, stillborn, total. 
1854. 435, 1615, 2050. 1855. 374, 1564, 1938. 1856. 387, 1556, 1943. Totals 1196, 4735, 5931. The births during the same period were 1854, 17979, 1855, 14145. 1856, 16,199. Total, 48,323. This would show a proportion of 12.5%, or one to every eight of all the children born in New York City. It is not to be taken for granted that all these are the result of improper conduct, although unquestionably many are so. Applying the same ratio to the children of prostitutes, and calculating the 1,917 births in these tables as extending over a period of five years, would give 48 cases each year, but multiplying the average by four, the proportion of deaths from natural causes, we shall find the appalling number of 192 cases each year an array of infantile mortality presenting features which place it almost on a level with the infanticide of some eastern nations. Were it possible to form any definite idea of the abortions actually procured, and which are suspected, on reasonable grounds, to amount to a very considerable number, the amount would be startling. The sacrifice of infant life, attributed to what cause you may, is one of the most deplorable results of prostitution and urgently demands active interference. The attention of the American Medical Association has been drawn to this subject, and from a report on infant mortality in large cities by D. Meredith Rees, M.D., L.L.D., etc., published in their transactions, we extract, quote, The causes of mortality among children of tender age are, in a multitude of cases, to be found only by extending our inquiries to their intrauterine life, and the physiological state of the parents, but especially the sanitary condition of the mothers, their hygienic and moral habits and circumstances. Celibacy should be required of all syphilitic persons of either sex." It will at once occur to the mind of the reader that enforced celibacy would not affect the maternity of prostitutes. They are liable to give birth to children, and as their physiological condition is such as to preclude the possibility of their children being healthy, the only way to check infant mortality in this class is to deal with the mothers, and adopt means, if not to prevent their infection, at least to limit the ravages of disease as much as possible. This point is discussed more fully in the chapter on remedial measures. To men tainted with syphilis the same course of reasoning would apply. If debarred from marriage, the sexual appetite would drive them to commerce with prostitutes, and their illegitimate children swell the total of mortality. The health of parents must be protected before we can hope for healthy children. Dr. Reese's very able pamphlet contains some remarks upon abortionism, and its extent, 
thus quote, the ghastly crime of abortionism has become a murderous trade in many of our large cities tolerated connived at and even protected by corrupt civil authorities these murderers for such they are are well known to the police authorities their names residents and even their guilty customers are no secret would that it were only the profligate or even the unfortunate of their sex whose guilty fear or shame thus seeks to hide the evidence of illicit amours that prostitution largely contributes to this crime cannot be doubted but to what extent must remain unknown from the secrecy which surrounds it the revolting cases which appear at intervals in the daily papers are but a mere fraction of the total question are these children living with you or where are they numbers children living with the mothers seventy three children boarding at the expense of mothers two hundred forty seven children boarding with mothers relatives one hundred forty children supporting themselves one hundred twenty nine children living with the fathers fifty nine children in public or charitable institutions thirty six children adopted by families twenty children unascertained twenty eight totals six hundred fifty nine and seventy three aggregate of children seven hundred thirty two this table shows the social influences to which the survivors of this ill-fated band of children are exposed there are seventy-three stated to be living with their mothers and so far as they are concerned no reasonable person can entertain any hopes as to their future morality born in the abodes of vice their dwelling is in an atmosphere of squalid misery or sordid guilt they never have a glimpse of a better life they are marked from their cradles for a career of degradation they can fall no lower for they stand already on the lowest level such as these are denominated dangerous classes by the french authorities and from their ranks are obtained many of the inmates of prisons and brothels the children stated to be with their fathers fifty-nine in number it may be concluded were born before the mothers fall from virtue and are decidedly the most fortunate of any coming under notice while those living with the parents or relatives of the mother amounting to one hundred and forty or boarding at the mother's expense of whom there are two hundred and forty seven stand less chance of contamination than if actually residing within the domains of vice those living in public or charitable institutions exhibit one cause of taxation upon the general body of the citizens and show that indirectly every man in new york is compelled to contribute toward the maintenance of vice or its offspring a visit to the public institutions on blackwell's and randall's islands will prove that this is but one item of the expenses which prostitution inflicts upon the community end of section forty seven